0: Good morning, people. Thanks for joining us. This is part three of uh, God, our Provider. And the title of my message today is Practical Righteousness. And my text is uh, read from uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 through 33. And it's uh, read from the New King James Version. And this is Jesus speaking. Do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after these things the Gentiles seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now, I'm a practical man. Um, I love building projects and fixing things and making things work better. And some of you know that I've spent most of my working life as a farmer, working on the land. and I believe that Jesus was a practical man. I believe that he was um, practically minded and he wasn't some religious mystic who had no um, practical inclination. I believe that he was a man of action and not just some um, religious theorist. And in this passage, um, I believe that Jesus is basically saying to us in the preceding verses, Not to let fear or worry cripple us, but to trust trust God and stay close to Him. The peddling of fear uh, has been uh, certainly a great part of this Corona-19 virus with the media and everything that goes with it. And uh, two days before lockdown, I was travelling back from Auckland after having put my pilot son, who had lost his job, the aviation aviation industry shutting down and had to get back to south australia before their borders closed so i was traveling back um, from auckland and passed through whangarei (coughs) excuse me and as i was coming through whangarei i stopped to pick up some things for a project that i was wanting to do during lockdown that i'll tell you a little bit about later Uh, it was it was a weird feeling to stop at an engineering shop in whangarei and uh, not to be allowed into the workshop or office, but to be talked through uh, to through the door um, with minimal um, close contact and in exchange of cash and um, getting the bits and pieces that I needed for that and then uh, going into Arnold Franks and uh, purchasing some um, water fittings and seeing their workers in masks Uh, with gloves on, wearing protective gear, and everybody wanted to keep their distance. It was an eerie feeling that I hadn't experienced before. On the way further north, I stopped in Mauriwa to phone two of my children to see what they were going to do um, during lockdown, whether they were going to stay in Auckland or come up to us. And I received a message on the phone saying that we could not be connected because the system was overloaded. That, to me, it seemed like a a movie scenario, really. And then further north, um, heading into Waipapa to get some materials for this project and other things in preparation for lockdown. Just the feeling of apprehension that was um, a feeling that was communicated by the people around me. It was uh, a very weird uh, thing that I'm sure uh, most of you experienced. Um, the grocery shops and around town and things like that and as you know Glennis works in Kerry Village with the elderly she uh, visited one old lady who was physically shaking with fear uh, because she'd spent uh, most of the day watching the news and the media from around the world and Glennis suggested to this elderly lady that she would be, be, be better off turning off the tv and making a cup of tea so that's what she did and settled this lady down and um, I think um, in verse 32, Jesus makes it plain that being controlled by and overcome and crippled by worry and fear is something that the ungodly um, experience and that we really shouldn't be um, partaking of that to the same degree. Jesus is speaking against worry. <clears throat> He's forbidding a careworn, worried fear that takes away the joy of life from us. If Jesus has given his life for us, he can surely be trusted to meet our basic needs. His life that he gave was beyond value. We can trust that he is not a stingy or mean man. If he gave his life, surely we can trust him for the things that support life. I'd like to pull verse 33 to bits a little bit in a little bit more detail. The first part of the verse says, seek his kingdom first. In another part of the New Testament, in the Gospels, Jesus says, the kingdom of God is within you. To me, this means, seek first the kingdom of God, means to set my heart towards him. To make my relationship with him my number one priority and to keep close to him and guard that relationship dearly. The next part of the verse says, and his righteousness, Paul said to the church in Rome, and this is Romans chapter 14 verse 17, he said, for the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit to this mean this to me this means to focus on the fact that Christ has restored my relationship with God. He has set things right. He has set me right with him and sto- and, and restored that relationship. Christ restored me to friendship with God. There's no distancing from me. On God's part, the only thing that can separate me from God is my own stubbornness and stupidity. Paul said this to the church in Corinth, and this is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. For God made Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Living and walking in this friendship relationship with God brings my life into balance. It sets my priorities in order. It will also open all of us up to more wisdom from the Holy Spirit. He wants to bring clarity to us, a fresh vision, a fresh way of seeing things, so that we can see opportunities for provision that we have not seen before. As uh, Ian said in his message two weeks ago when Elijah was in the desert being fed by the ravens and the stream dried up, Ian made the statement that God is able to open up other streams of provision for us that we hadn't seen before. This clarity from the Holy Spirit will show us where to sow good seed that Harmony talked about last week in her message and to be in the right place at the right time to receive the harvest. Now to me, I you know, I often see God's love and care for me and his desire to provide for me in the very simple things of life. As I said before, um, I collected some bits and pieces to do a uh, project which was a water pickup um, to go in a mountain stream in Fitanaki um, and Hokianga for my brother-in-law. I had some ideas about uh, this project and, and how to do it. Um, but the real specific things about it were a bit of a mystery to me and I was wondering how I was going to do it. So I prayed and I asked the Lord for help as I often do with these projects um, for his practical help and ideas to show me where to research to how to how to do this project. So I, um, as I told you before, I made a trip to array and the only thing I could find was um, a, a shower base, a stainless steel shower base, approximately 900 to a meter square. I brought this home um, just thinking it was going to be inadequate and uh, I needed to find something else and I I got some other bits and pieces for it and I just sat down, looked at some YouTube videos and got some better ideas and sat down with this um, shower tray and said Lord you know how can I make this work and over the days um, that followed he showed me practical ways to cut the shower tray, to um, fix it together, to drill it, um, to put a screen on it so it's going to be self-cleaning. Um, I learnt heaps, I learnt heaps about um, stainless steel, how to drill it, how to work with it, how to join it. And in the end um, I was really blessed with the uh, this water pickup. It's going to be dynabolted into some rocks and a stream in the mountains in Feranaki that it was a real blessing and I looked at it and I thought wow you know that was a real testimony to the practical care uh, that the Lord has for me and the research that I did I learnt, um, so I came out stronger and more able um, from that project walking in the gift of our relationship with God makes us makes me more aware of his deep care and love For me and for my family. Our faith and trust in him will grow through this relationship. This will push back the fear and worry over our lives. One of the things I've learned over the years is that God is more concerned about my growth and my restoration to maturity than he is about a lot of the things that I would think would be more important. And the only thing that grows these things is keeping close with him and allowing that relationship and that love to push back the fear and worry that would cripple that growth that he desires within me. And this growth will benefit not just myself, but other people in my family, in the church, in the wider community, and the people that uh, the Lord has called each of us to. Father, I thank you for your deep love and concern for us and i pray right now in the name of jesus for every single person listening to this father i pray that each of us would have a deeper revelation and understanding of what it means to be right with you that we would have an understanding how to receive the gift of your love And to walk deeper into it. And the power of your growth within us. And a desire within us to not be ruled by fear and worry. But by your love, mercy, grace, peace and joy. In the name of Jesus. Amen.